What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, Rock25, you already know what it is, chill with the craziness, uh, I want to thank everybody uh, for listening to the last show, um, you know, I thought it was a great show, obviously you guys did too, uh, much appreciation uh, to all y'all, uh, it's been a couple of days, been a lot of news, uh, you know, is you know, much as being inside sucks, um, you know, it's been the news for what it was, you know, um, uh, what was his name? Jay Cutler and Chris Calivari getting divorced. Apparently he, uh, might've been cheating on her and this and that, but you know, I really want to get into that. Um, and I really want to talk about some sports and, uh, we'll get into some music. Drake had a new mixtape released. Um, if you haven't listened to it, um, it's fire. Uh, uh, definitely love it. Some of the songs uh, uh, on the album, he's 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 not called. This isn't a studio album. So technically, you can't call it, um, you know, a project because you only can say that term when it's a studio release. But he's calling his Dark Lane demo tapes. Um, uh, so the couple songs that we already know that we're we're gonna be on it. When to say when and the Chicago freestyle. Um, no, I mean, you know, anyway, those, I think those are classic songs. Deep Pockets, Fire. Well, we already know Tootsie Slide was going to be on it. Yeah, that Desire song with Future, crazy. And the um, and the D4L, I thought what was really interesting is, is actually, um, it's just his Future's name on the track. Um, so I thought that was cool that Future's like pretty much a song on <coughs> on um, Drake's mixtape. So I thought that was hot. And uh, the surprise song uh, on the mixtape uh, Pain 1993, yo, Playboy Cardi, I, I, listen, the only thing I knew about Playboy Cardi was, you know, uh, he's with Iggy Azalea, that's the only thing I knew about him, yo, that boy can spit, I'm not saying I'm saying I'm, I'm, I might get the next project, he comes up with a hot single, I might be interested, but, um, yo, Playboy Cardi, he showed me something on, uh, Pain 1993, Last Track War, Fire 2, so props to Drake, um, you know, I guess he's supposed to be coming out with another official project. I like to see him and Wayne jump on something together. Uh, Drake wasn't on any tracks in Funeral, and you know, you know, I mean, pretty much Little Wayne hasn't been on the last couple Drake albums, so I don't know what's going on. Um, technically, Drake's done. He's he's done the albums that he needed to do under his contract. Um, Scorpion, the one that came out. Uh, a couple years ago, <clears throat> that was like the bonus album. He didn't even need to do that album on their Young Money. So I don't know if they're beefing or Drake's got something else planned. Gonna do something with OVO. Uh, we all know he's bankrolling King of the Dot. Uh, was bankrolling King of the Dot. He's, and, he's, and he's been on other uh, platforms uh, with battle rap. So I don't know if some, he's trying to get some battle rappers um, and ha- try to do songs with them. You know, me personally, I think the battle rappers just stick to battle rapping. You know, um, you know a few of them come out with good songs. Um, but majority of them, I think it's just like strictly to battle rapping. Um, you know, but that, that's a, that's another, uh, subject at another time. Um, but, uh, yeah, we won't, we won't get into that, but, uh, shout out to Drake. Uh, great job. Uh, I love the mixtape. Uh, and as I predicted with Nike, the, the Jordan fives, the fire red, <clears throat> sold out just like I said, they were, um, you know, I, I thought it was a hot shoe. Uh, they got some shoes coming out. They're, uh, the Air Jordan Watch. Shout out to boy JT. Got them earlier this morning. I, I showed another link for the Jordan ones wash denim. Now I, well, JT didn't like the sixes that were um, that were fully denim. I've seen a couple people wear them on the streets. 
Um, and I was a fan of that shoe. He was not. <clears throat> so I'm, I so I wanted to know his take. And I know he doesn't like the Jordan 1s because they're high. I'm still trying to get, yo, JT, you know you're going to look good at some Jordan 1s, baby. Um, but, um, you know, you get the denim fire. Uh, the uh, the denim ones, the the one lows. Yeah, I mean, that'd be a good look for you. Just saying. Um, but, uh, and uh, Kobe's coming out with a new shoe. Uh, the But it's coming out in 2021. So, I don't know why they're releasing it next year. I mean, I know uh, at one point Nike suspended um, uh, Kobe products being sold because they didn't want the, uh, the resale market. They didn't want people trying to, like, um, up the resale. Because uh, um, after Kobe's death, which is, you know, which is respectful, uh, definitely understood where they were coming from. They did release, um, they did have a pair after the, um, some players were wearing during the All-Star game. They eventually released those. Um, so, but, um, you know, I'm a big, everybody knows I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big uh, uh, LeBron 17 fan. Um, and um, I'm still trying to cop, I told JT I'm going to cop them all. We'll see, um, <laughs> but um, also what um you know Jordan ones is one of my favorite shoes of all time. But these Kobe sixes, you know, my favorite Kobe of all time was uh the um the Adidas ones he did. You know, but um I listen the Kobe six when these come out the pro I'm look up Kobe six proto. If you haven't looked it up, you know if you don't know about it, look it up and you'll, I'm be like yo. I mean, I would definitely. I'm definitely gonna get those shoes when they come out. I'm just on. Uh, I'm just saying. I'm gonna definitely gonna get those shoes. Um, well, I talked on my last podcast about Half Thor breaking the deadlifting record. Um, I attempt to break the deadlifting record. He actually did. Now, there's been a lot of people saying it doesn't count because he didn't do it in an actual competition and blah blah blah. This and that. Eddie Hall's record still stands uh, in their eyes. Listen. Everything was weighed. They had an official judge who's done other deadlifting or powerlifting competitions there before. Listen, it's an official record. Just because it wasn't done in a competition doesn't mean it's not an official record. So anybody coming with that bullshit needs to fucking chill with the craziness, all right? All right. Listen, the man deadlifted over 1,100 pounds, okay? So the training they had to go through to put himself through that. And then you're not going to count that half the world can't even do 325, you know, or something, you know, 315. And this guy just did over 1100 pounds. So listen, that's an official world record. I don't think it needs to be done in a comp in a, a competition to validate it. Cause sometimes you might not have your best day during a competition, right? The body's weird like that. You know, he prepared his body. He, Broke this record and he prepared for this uh, competition for five weeks. So please, this is the record. I think that should be the end of the discussion on that. All right. Now, you know, if, if anybody wants to, you know, work their bodies up and try to break that record um, in an actual competition, good, you know, good for you. But listen, this is the re- this to me personally, this is the world record, and you know, I uh, I just I couldn't stand all the hater raid uh, when it came to that. So props to Half Thor. Uh, for doing that, uh, that was fun to watch. I do admit that the warm up, um, when he was warming up, it was fun to watch. Um, uh, going jump back to sneakers. Nike's donating thirty thousand shoes to frontline workers. Now I want to do. One, I'm going to do say this though, and I I know I'm going to get some feedback on this though. Like I said, you guys know where to hit me up. 
And if you want to have a discussion with this, there's been a movement over the last few years talking about how there shouldn't be any billionaires. Um, billionaires shouldn't exist because of uh, the only reason why uh, they exist because of uh, an uh, undisproportionate market distribution um, and, and, you know, what, and whatever their ideology is. Listen, y'all. Great job for Nike, you know, um, especially in New York you know, City where it's really getting hit. Coronavirus. I know things are going down. Supposed to be reopening up in, a, in a, about a week or two. But uh, props to Nike for doing something. Um, you know, thirty. You know, thirty thousand shoes is a lot of shoes. Um, so props to Nike for uh, uh, doing the right thing and stepping up and uh, you know, helping out uh, all, all of our uh, essential uh, employees. So I think they're doing a great job uh, with that. Um, I don't know if anybody on Instagram has seen Mike Tyson. Uh, he's, make, he's talking about making a comeback. George Foreman told him not to. I think it's kind of hypocritical because George Foreman was fighting in his fifties, and George Foreman was, you know, he was never, you know, I mean, he was a physical specimen, but he wasn't like an Adonis or anything like that. Uh, he wasn't. He's not like he was never like Anthony Joshua. Okay, for, for those who follow boxing. Okay, um, you know, Mike Tyson's always been a physical freak. Um, you know, he was fighting grown men when he was 13, cussed them out, put them in a ring when he was like a teenager against grown ass men. Um, listen, if I, I wish Mike Tyson the best, you know, I mean, he retired, you know, in his mid forties. Um, you know, so, I mean, I think his brain is still fresh. You know, he was, he was doing a lot of the, the knocking out, um, you know, Mike Tyson, like, you know, barely got knocked out in his career. Um, so I think he's only been knocked out like three or four times in his career. Um, so, um, I root for Mike Tyson, you know, I actually saw Mike Tyson one time. It was pretty cool with my brother. Um, it it was right after the Holyfield, the, the first Holyfield fight and he lost that fight. Um, you know, that's when he, uh, when he bit his ear, he was in Catskill. I don't know if he came back to Catskill, get back to his roots. I don't know if that was the thing. Actually, I waved to Mike Tyson. It was pretty cool. I I was like shell shocked. My little brother and I were like, "That's motherfucking Mike Tyson!" Like, what the fuck, man? Uh, you know. So I thought that was pretty cool. I waved to him. He waved back. Nice guy. You know. I mean, you know, you know. I mean, that, I mean, that, that was a pretty cool experience. Um, but um, yeah, root for Mike Tyson. Um, you know, I don't expect him to fight. You know, like a Tyson Fury right out the gate or anybody crazy like that. Um, but, uh, it's going to be interesting to see, um, what Mike Tyson, uh, does. Uh, so I'm rooting for him. Uh, but speaking of, we're going to stick with boxing because UFC is still playing their events. Yeah. And we're going to go into some sports events too. Um, UFC is still playing the events and I'm going to be on boxing for one second. All right. Listen, I know that, um, you know, some people, you know, one of this, you know, Deontay Wilder said he wanted to fight Tyson Fury again this summer. Uh, we're talking around July-ish, um, you know, maybe possibly next month. Listen, they need to make, if, if they're, if boxing, this, I think boxing needs to make that fight happen in an empty stadium, I'm fine with, okay? But I think after that, right, when everything, hopefully everything starts clearing up by fall, winter time, Fall, winter time, boxing needs to be, it needs to be Anthony Joshua versus Tyson Fury, right? I don't, Anthony Joshua doesn't need a tune-up fight. If, theoretically, he's had two tune-up fights with uh, with uh, Andy Ruiz Jr., all right? So, you know, people need to tra- chill the craziness on that. I don't want to hear about ring rust 
with uh, Anthony Joshua. No, these guys need to be ready to go in the end. Uh, they should be training and getting their bodies ready to go and being prepared to get called on. And speaking of a big fight, I don't care. This is an empty stadium or not. What really needs to happen first before we have another Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury fight. Terrence Crawford, Errol Spence, y'all brothers need to figure it out. Stop with the bullshit, okay? Terrence Crawford, I know he's with top rank. He's trying to make the fight. Earl Spence, PBC, for some reason, the, the Premier Boxing Club and the top rank guys don't get along. They don't want to fight each other. The only PBC fighter that's willing to fight a top rank guy, the only one, has been Deontay Wilder, okay? So... I really not a fan. I I don't. I'm fine with the promotions, but some somebody needs to step in. Boxing needs to step in and start stripping guys of belts if they don't fight each other. Something needs to be done. Now I know it's not like UFC. We have one conglomerate controlling everybody, and you're contracted to fight in the UFC. Listen, it's not like that. Okay, it would be like a UFC fighting fighters for someone in Bellator. Right? Listen, the, a UFC title is. It's not, you know, it's uh, it's a brand title, okay? That you know, a Bellator title is a Bellator title. These guys, right? They have world titles that's not associated with top rank. The WBO, right? IBF, those type belts, WBA, WF, those titles are not tied to top rank. PBC or any other promotion company, okay? Because you know, back in the you know the 60s and 70s, Muhammad Ali wasn't linked. You know, yeah, he worked with Dom King later on in his career, but he wasn't like, oh, I can't fight uh, Joe Frazier because he's with this because he's getting promoted by this person. No, that happened. The best fought each other. Those two brothers need to fight this summer, okay? Because you see. They're coming, all right? If Dana White's really got this fight island, and he's, well, he says he's got this fight island, he's going to put on fights, he's going to put on shows, boxing needs to step up, and we need to see Terrell Crawford and Earl Spence. I'd like to see that this summer, they need to figure it out. I'm going to put this on Bob Arum, go over there to PBC, and figure out how to make this happen. I think this is a travesty that we're having these two fighters not fight each other. This is like Sugar Ray Leonard not fighting Roberto Duran because he's with Bob Arum and... And Durant's with PBC. This is on that level. Imagine if we had that. Imagine if we had that. And this is why nobody cares about boxing. I bet a majority of you guys listening to me like, why is he going off on boxing? This is why I'm going off on boxing. Okay? Right? Guys fought each other. You know what I'm saying? And if guys duck, were ducking each other, they took away the belts. And no one's taking away these guys' belts. All right? You know? In the past, right, you know, you'd have an HBO fighter and a Showtime fighter, right? Some fights were easier to put on if they were a Showtime fighter. Like the Holyfield and uh, Mike Tyson fights, they were both Showtime fighters. That fight was easier to put on, all right? Now, uh, part of the reason what the Manny Pacquiao, everybody says um, Floyd Mayweather was like a Manny Pacquiao. we got to remember, right? Floyd Mayweather was with Showtime. Manny Pacquiao was with HBO, okay? So, whose pay-per-view is that going to be on? They all have to work together, okay? Because they're all trying to make money. So, that's all was also part of the problem. You had one fighter fighting for one company, one fighter fighting for another company. But we're talking about hundreds of millions of dollars are at stake. Yeah, these, the, the fight's eventually going to happen, all right? Um, so, I'm rooting for boxing. 
Um, some people care for, some people you know don't care for. But the reason why you don't care for it is because guys aren't fighting each other. Everybody wants that O attached to the name. Props to Terrence Crawford for saying he wants to fight Errol Spence. Errol Spence is dodging Terrence Crawford. And I don't want to hear that the money's not right. Listen, y'all need to figure it out, okay? Because I'm pretty sure the money is right. And for some reason, you're not trying to fight. I don't know if you're trying to be low of... Earl Spence trying to be low the PBC. I don't know why it's not happening because I don't want to hear there's a breakdown in communication between PBC and top rank, which is bullshit because, right, you had Tyson Fury fight Deontay Wilder. So obviously those two can do business together, okay? So this is really on Errol Spence, all right? So I really would like to see that happen, all right? Uh, one more thing uh, I wanted to talk about. Uh, uh, sticking with sports, right? All right, we just had the NFL do a virtual draft, okay? And, and you know, props to the NFL because they are trying. They're saying they're all they're on board with uh, doing uh, starting the season in September. All right, um, I hope it happens. There's talks about some second wave of uh, the coronavirus happening in September. I hope not, because um, that's when the NFL is going to start. Maybe the NFL is being pretentious. Uh, like, oh, September, it's like, you you know, such and such months away, this thing will blow over then. I hope so. Um, you know, they're at least trying to stay engaged with the public and keep it as business as usual. They're trying to do some tweaks with some coaches. Uh, they're worried about some coaches 60 plus coming into the arena. Uh, they want them to do like, uh, like do calls or text or Skype uh, with the coaches or, you know, they want them to communicate that way. Maybe they'll be up in the booth. Um, cause they're worried about their health, which is, you know, understandable, especially New England. Imagine Bill Belichick gets the coronavirus, you know, you know, you know, I, you know, so I can understand, you know, Bill, you know, Bill Belichick's like, you know, in his seventies. So I can understand where the NFL is coming from. Um, you know, NBA not having the lot, the, a virtual lottery, like they always do in May was egregious. The NFL just figured it out. All you guys offices, I keep on saying this guys. All our offices are in New York City. The NFL's official office in New York City. Major League Baseball's office is in major is in is in New York City. NBA's office in, in is in New York City. Everybody's in New York City. I don't understand how they don't communicate and try to figure stuff out. NBA should have had the balls drop into ping pongs for the lottery at least. Now, obviously, you can't do the combine. I got it. Okay, right. You're still worried about other players. You know, intermingling. Usually, due to combine in Chicago, obviously, it's not a good spot. Florida seems to be the spot right now. They're saying they're open for essential business. Maybe Florida would not have been a bad idea to relocate uh, uh, for the uh, for the combine, since they're saying that they're open for business. All right, you know, you got Miami Heat. I'm pretty sure Mickey Arison would have loved to have the combine down there. You got Orlando Magic. All right, you got some teams in Florida uh, already. Uh, you know, you have Florida Uni- University of Florida, which has a good uh, basketball program. They should have made that happen. Um, I understand the combine. I can give them a pass. I'm not doing the combine. I I got it. Okay. Uh, what they should have done, at least a virtual teleconference on doing the ping pong. Because um, I don't want to hear this holdup of they're, they're not going to do the lottery uh, this year or anything crazy like that. They could have done it the same way. So, and you know, I hope the NBA figures it out soon. Um, because I'm, re- I'm kind of disappointed that we just had a virtual draft, right? But yet we, and that the, that the NFL did for multiple days and you can't do the ping pong ball drop 
doesn't make any sense. You could have done it virtually. And, and that whole process only takes about maybe an hour and a, the two hours tops. Okay. They could have done it. Now, usually what they do for the lottery is they have, they like the, what we see on TV, that's pretty much like for show. Um, they, they'll do it before they'll do it for the media and then they'll, and then they'll, and then they'll film it. All right. So they should have done it. You know, this is no bottom line. They should have figured it out. Shame on the NBA for not doing that. All right. Um, like, you know, we'd be in probably in the second round of the playoffs right now um, if the NBA season was still going on. So I'm really kind of disappointed that the NBA didn't hold it down for the fans and at least give us that. You got LeBron James tweeting that the season's not going to go away. And he, uh, we're, I'm still planning on playing. Um, so if LeBron James is saying that, you should have had at least uh, the draft, or at least not had the draft, but you should at least had uh, the lottery pick selection, so we know where everybody's going. Um, I really, really, like I said, I'm really disappointed um, uh, in the NBA right now. But um, so we'll conclude my podcast. Like I said, guys, you know I love doing this. It's you know with this coronavirus, it sucks. Not a lot of crazy stuffs going on, you know. Uh, there's other stuff I thought about talking about, and I was like, do I really want to talk about? I'm, you know, it's like I wasn't even that passionate to talk. I was going to talk about King Jong Un, um, and um, you know, there's possible uh, that it was his body double that just appeared. He still might be sick, or he might be dead. His sister might be running North Korea. Um, you know, Canada just banned assault ban rifles. You know, I mean, I like talking about politics. Like I said, I'm trying, you know, I want to be a master of all things, um, you know, but like I said, I really wasn't that fired up uh, to talk about it. Uh, but if there's anything that you guys want to hear me talk about, please hit me up on my Twitter, Rock2512. Um, hit me up on my Instagram uh, or you can send me a message on Facebook Messenger, Rock20, uh, Rock2Fizzle. You guys already know what it is. Um, and then, um, yeah, hit me up anything that you want me to talk about or anything that you think, um, yeah, you want to hear my take on, uh, let me know and I will definitely do my research and hold it down for you. Um, and, um, yeah, man, that's pretty much it. Um, I just want to say everybody, listen, things are about to open up in a, in a week or two. Listen, I, you know, I know I always love to end with some motivation. Listen, let's not go crazy. Let's not do anything stupid. Let's not act a damn fool. We still need to keep our minds with us. Okay. And you guys know what I mean, right? Uh, let's still be as safe as possible. People are going to start going back to work. I'm happy about that. Get your money, save your money. I know I talk about getting sneakers and whatnot, but you know, listen, um, but at the same time, though, listen, do your thing. You know, if you want to like say you want to get them pair drawers, you want to get yourself some jewelry, boo boo. Do you know, do your damn thing. You know what I'm saying? Just make sure you got a little bread set aside, um, uh, just in case a second wave happens uh, or something else crazy happens. Uh, all right, because that's what I'm definitely uh, uh going to do. All right. Um, so like I said, we just need to we just need to be safe. And I'm just wishing everybody the best. Like I said. This is the time because, like I think, it's going to start opening up soon. So the things that you said you were going to do, right? You know, the one that you keep on, her, you know, bothering your significant other about. Oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Yo, you need to do it because when things start opening it up, you need to have a routine set in place so you still can do it. So, like I said, if you are working on that book, 
you know, you are working on that play, that screenplay, whatever it is that you're working on, you still need to make time when things start opening up, back up. They, you cannot have any excuses, okay? You cannot because if you do have excuses, right, when things start opening, opening back up, right, that's what you're always going to fall back on. The easy, I learned this in my last deployment, right? The easiest thing to say is no. And why is it the easiest thing to say? Because it takes no effort. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. You know what I'm saying? I don't have time for that. No, why would I have time? You know, no, listen, you do have time. You just need to make time. All right. So that's what I'm urging everybody to do. All right. Let's keep our minds with us. Let's still do the damn thing. And let's be as safe and responsible as possible. Okay. I know you got it in you. And I believe in you. And we will get through this. Right. You will figure things out. You will make it happen. I know you will. Trust in yourself. You have to grind. Put the work in. And it's definitely going to happen. It might not happen immediately. But it's going to happen. All right. And if you screw up, okay. What do I always say, guys? If you screw up, that's fine. Okay. Right. There's a great quote. You know, I didn't, you know, messed up. I didn't fail a thousand times. I just found a thousand ways not to do something. You know what I'm saying? It might take you a thousand one to figure it out. And that's fine. You know what's not fine? Not trying. That's not fine. So that's what I want to say, everybody. Be on your grind. Be on your grizzly. All right. And listen, like I said, I got a lot of love for for all y'all. Thanks for rocking with me. Much love and appreciation. And this is Rock 25. Chill with the craziness. Sign out.